Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin. Today we're looking at a money laundering scandal that is damaging the image of Denmark's biggest bank. In this interview, our financial editor Patrick Jenkins talks to our Nordic correspondent Richard Milne about the scandal at Danske Bank and what it tells us about the state of bank regulation in Europe. Scandinavian banks have for years been the darlings of the stock market, really, and performed very well and very cleanly, seemingly. But Danske is mired now in something of a money laundering scandal. Richard, this is a bit of a bolt from the blue for this up to now pretty clean living bank, isn't it? In some ways it is. This scandal, though, has been building for about a year Danska's name has been found in a number of these laundromat cases that have come out. Um, The first one was the Azerbaijan laundromat. It's also been caught up in the Magnitsky case, which was the Russian lawyer who uncovered this uh, alleged tax fraud, was then beaten to death in jail, and Bill Browder big uh, critic of the Kremlin has been involved in uncovering where all the money has gone. And it's just now got to a really big size that investors have had to sit up and take notice of it. And what exactly are Danske accused of? Is it in the same kind of realm of the types of things that other big banks around the world for BNP Paribas and HSBC have been involved with over the years? Well, they all have their special elements, but it is fairly basic money laundering that they're accused of. What it is, is that Danske bought a Finnish bank that had big Baltic operations and in its Estonian branch, it's alleged now to have had about $8 billion worth of suspicious transactions. And these are transactions where experts see a sort of underlying pattern, either involving shell companies or payment purposes that are very obscure, that all add up to signs that Danske should have picked up on. And Danske itself says that it you know, didn't respond quickly enough. And it concedes that there was the possibility that customers were able to make criminal use of it. So it's putting its hands up, and I guess the regulatory authorities and the criminal investigation authorities are on their back. They are, yes. The Danish regulators have reprimanded and criticised it already, but at the same time, their report in the spring, they didn't find them, uh, they didn't recommend criminal cases against any management. And I think really what you're seeing is a bit of the European problem in dealing with this in that The regulatory response is shared. So in this case, the Danish regulators only supervise the governance management of the bank. It's the Estonian authorities that look at money laundering. And I think they've done a reasonable job, but it's just a very piecemeal approach. And I think it's interesting, those cases you named, Danske, these rarely come about because of the local regulators themselves. They've come about in BNP, HSBC's case, often through US authorities. Here, it's been investigative journalists that have uncovered a lot of this. And I think Europe has a lot of thinking to do about its money laundering approach. Well, there's certainly plenty of it going around, that's for sure. Richard, thanks ever so much for joining us. That was Patrick Jenkins talking to our Nordic correspondent Richard Milne in Oslo, which was recorded for our Banking Weekly podcast that comes out every Tuesday. You can find a link to Banking Weekly and to Richard's story in our show notes. Thanks for listening.